Welcome to the Bargain Den. How are you, Donna? I'm tired. How are you, Brandon? I'm also very tired. Um, I, th- this is Brandon, by the way. I'm Donna. And this is the Bargain Den. We... Your... Mm, you want to go? Yeah. Yeah. It's your weekly financial advice podcast, where we take a movie out of a bargain bin or bag, watch it, and then tell you about it and tell you whether or not it's frugal. Does it embody what it means to be frugal? Is it bargain worthy? Should you watch it for bargainness? Exactly. And we watch it through all the highs and through all the lows. And all the just mediums. Speaking of highs and lows, um, we there are lots of highs and lows in life. And uh, so the low to start with would be that, uh, sorry we weren't having an episode last week. Uh, because we were having an episode last week. Uh, we weren't really. It just got real busy and we weren't able to find the time to watch a movie and get on the, get on the horn and, and record an episode. So sorry about that. We don't like to miss episodes. It's a real bummer. But we are nearing the very, very end of the collegiate semester. So that's one of the highs um, of today's episode is we're almost uh, free from some of our weekly um, obligations. That'll free up a little bit more time for the summer, the summer of bargains. So, yeah, we're almost done. But now we're back on track. And other uh, good news my hunt is over, and I found the the actor that I saw in Austin, Texas in 2017. Hooray! Yay! Yay! It has ended um, through a convoluted series of events, uh, primarily having to do with seeing a targeted ad on Facebook for a comedy group that's coming through Oklahoma City. I saw the face of the man that has been haunting my dreams... <laughs> For coming up on three, two years. Coming up on two years now. And then from that I was able to finally do some research. And his name is Joel Murray. The man's name is Joel Murray. The actor, the man, the myth, the legend is Joel Murray. Brandon Ding Ding found him. I found him. I. That's the closest and probably most extreme case of like being an FBI agent I'll ever have. And I didn't actually do, I did a lot of work. This is funny and a goof, but I did do a lot of work to try to find this man. He he spent a lot of time. I did. Like looking through actor lists Mm -hmm. and doing Mm -hmm. lots of Google searches. Of the very limited information that I had. And then just out of sheer dumb luck, I found him. Um, So in, in this news, I took to the internet and celebrated on the wonderful platform that is Twitter. And um, Joel Murray was kind enough to to respond. And we're going to do something we don't normally do here on the Bargain Den, which is uh, he requested that we bargain, bargain, I don't, what is the verb for what we do? Watch. No, the, <laughs> finding if it's frugal or not. Um, 
Bargainize? Like a mix of bargain and analyze? Sure, bargainize. That works. I mean, that's the best we got. So you requested that we bargainize um, the movie God Bless America, starring Joel Murray, and directed and written by Bobcat Goldwith. Yeah. I met three kittens this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thought y'all should know. It's a joy. It's been uh, invading my thoughts every day all the time. Okay, God Bless America. Yes, it is Donna's turn. So if you haven't seen this movie, came out in 2013, God Bless America, we're going to ruin it. So. Yes. Spoil it, I should say. We're not going to ruin it. Spoil it. We've got... Our main character, Frank. Frank leads a pretty mundane life, working at some mundane desk job. And he's divorced. And his young, I don't know, seven, eight-year-old-ish daughter doesn't want to see him or spend time with him. And we follow him through a day of work where he gets let go because the receptionist who's flirting with him had filed a harassment complaint. And then he also finds out he has a brain tumor. And all throughout this time, we're seeing all the things that really annoy him in his life and how dumb your typical American person is and how annoying they are and they're just obsessed with bullshit, celebrity gossip and, like, making fun of people for mental, like, disabilities and making a huge deal out of it and everyone making fun of them and then no one's talking about anything, like, important or personal or relevant to, like, life. It's just made-up distractions in the media that's consuming everything. His neighbors suck also on top of that. So anyway, he keeps having these fantasies of, like, just walking over and shooting and killing the neighbors and their loud baby who keeps him up all night. And, you know, shooting everyone at work who can't stop regurgitating everything they just heard on the news on the way into work and then acting like that's something brand new that no one's ever heard. Your typical annoying shit that people just... that people never do, that I've never experienced happening in my life. Hashtag relatable. So... After he finds out about the brain tumor, he's like, just done. He's going to kill himself. He's got the TV on, and there's like a Sweet 16 thing happening, and he changes his mind. Uh, So he steals the neighbor's car, because they deserve it, and goes and finds the girl, the super annoying 16-year-old from the show. And he's stalking her when this other girl who goes to that school, her name is Roxy, comes up to his car and she's like, what are you doing, creeper? And he completely ignores her. So she's like, okay, fuck you. Bye. And then he locks, he waits till everyone's gone and then locks this 16 year old girl 
from the show into her car that she was bitching to her parents wasn't the car that she wanted on TV and tries to burn the car down and 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 it doesn't work so anyway he ends up just shooting her and running away but Roxy witnesses this and she's like oh shit that's what that guy was doing so she hunts him down he's gone to a motel to finish killing himself and she stops him from doing that because she's like wouldn't it be more fun to just kill more people and can I come with you uh so eventually she convinces him now they're on a crusade and they just go they do a killing spree and he eventually gives in teaches her how to shoot and they kill all the most annoying people on the planet you know and not all of them but they do quite a few of them one day they are chilling planning out their next victims doing day-to-day stuff and Frank gets a call from his doctor who's like, oh, actually, I I messed up. That was somebody else's brain scan, and you don't have a tumor. My bad. Okay, bye. So now his world is upside down, and he's like, okay, actually, this is great news. Let's just go to another country and live a better life away from America because this is all the bullshit that we hate. And he's willing to take Roxy with him. But then he sees on TV her parents have put out, I don't know, a call for help to try to find her because she's missing, which she had told him in the beginning that her mom is like a crack whore and her mom's boyfriend rapes her every night. So that's part of why he agreed to take her with him. Now he knows that that is a straight up lie. And she's got, like, super normal-looking parents who just want to find her. So he ditches her. He says, I don't care what you do, but you're not coming with me. And he... He buys a AK-47. Mm. Right. So the main thing, the biggest thing this whole time in annoying, useless pop culture is... There's this kid who goes on American Talent. Is that what it's called? I think so. It's something like that. Clearly a knockoff on America's Got Talent. So um, this kid is like some kind of autistic maybe. like, And he does a not great job singing and doesn't interact well with the judges who immediately just make fun of him. It's the the stereotypical, like, very bad auditions from American Idol. Right. Like, the ones that's like, it's so funny because they thought they could sing, but, wow, boy, were they wrong. And the idea is that he, uh, the auditioner, after all this negative media attention, tried to kill himself. So then... Everyone felt bad about laughing at him, so they're going to bring him on for the finale. So, our main guy, Frank, gets geared up, goes to the finale to kill everyone for being just mean, awful people. And who would show up but Roxy to help him out? And then they go down fighting. As 
like 50 guards and policemen shoot them down. Shoot them down. Yeah. And it turns out that the guy that everybody was making fun of, he didn't try and kill himself because he was being made fun of. He said he tried to kill himself because they weren't going to let him back on TV. So he knew he'd get attention that way. Yeah, it was all a ploy. So they killed him too. That was God Bless America. God Bless America. As told by yours truly, Duna. Me. American superstars. I just saw a picture from the IMDb page. Well, let's see if we can find some American superstars in the clearance aisle. And we're back. We're back. And now we're on this side of the podcast. And now it is a time to take up Mr. Murray's challenge, Mr. Joel Murray's challenge, and try to decide if this movie is frugal or not. I think that, I mean, right off the bat, there's a whole scene in a thrift store, which that's like, that's our whole jam. Very good point. They were, you know, trying to, good way to stay in disguise is to, you know, thrift it up, wear some, I guess they did kind of pick some pretty standout kind of clothing, but they got it on the cheap. You know, I will say it seemed like their, um, everything they did actually stood out quite a lot. Like the car they stole from the neighbor that they drove around in was like a bright yellow Corvette. No. I don't know cars. Mustang. It was a sports car. It was bright yellow. Sometimes the way to uh, blend in is to stand out. So. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Anyway, the point being that the yellow, the yellow car that they stole from the neighbors, you know, that's frugal. They didn't pay for the car. Some of the, sometimes the best way to fit in is to stand out. Yeah. Please elaborate. It's like you, you blend in in a crowd, right? If, if you're trying to hide, you might actually stand out more. Like, they're looking for somebody. So you mean, like, hiding in plain sight? Yeah, that's what I want. Hiding in plain sight. Not by standing out. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the cops aren't going to be looking for these, seri- like, spree killers in a car that's, like, bright yellow sports car. Unless they know that that's their car, you know? Does that make them frugal or not frugal? And that was just a side point to transition to the car. <laughs> that's not what we that's do here. a side point to transition to the car, okay. which they stole, so that's frugal. Stealing is frugal. <laughs> Especially really expensive cars that your neighbors don't deserve. I'll say that murder, not frugal. A lot of human life. Mm. And a lot of not frugal ways to murder... Uh-huh. They killed a talk show host, and they used, like, a whole round of bullets on him. Uh-huh. Now, we do need to be careful when we talk about the frugality of murder, as um, we may be implying that there are better ways to murder people. <laughs> so let's um, let's be careful with that. I hmm, The whole point is that they want to rid the earth of crappy people. Objectively speaking, yes. Objectively speaking. So from that objective point of view, that's a pretty frugal mission. Why? Should I re- just redact that? Like, I, I, don't, sh- I, mean, I don't want to endorse murder 
I also don't want to endorse stealing or like wearing Christmas sweaters when it's not even I will winter, absolutely endorse stealing in a heartbeat. Steal it. Cat <laughs> cat got excited about stealing. <laughs> I'll endorse stealing. I won't endorse murder. Why why stealing and not murder? It's cheap. One's not. Okay, but this is America. So the most important thing anyone has is their property, not their lives. Capitalism. I disagree. Based on my moral system, I completely I mean, disagree. In my moral system, I also disagree. I'm, but I am saying, from a capitalist point of view, why one less life is also one less mouth to feed. But a Mustang, yes, a Mustang is something that you've worked your whole life for, and it's all about money and status and items, what not is, life. But what is? I, I feel like we're getting into now a weird... Now I'm on in, like, a weird like, but, capitalist crusade. Yeah, I know. It's another episode of The Bargain Den, so... <laughs> um, but if that's the case, why are you taking that stance for it and not your own morale, moral morality? Because we're the bargain heirs here. We're the true... We're not the bargain heirs, but we're the bargain den. Mm-hmm. And so... We don't have to abide by the morality of America. Well, that's the thing is I'm saying all morals aside, because we're just looking at bargains and frugality, Uh less people equals less frugal. True. Depending on how you accomplish that. Well, if it's depending, well, no. Okay, well, no. Because morally speaking... I disagree. I think that value, there's more value in people's lives. Oh, but that does bring up a good point. Human capital, right? These are potential workers. These are... I mean, if you if you kill a 16-year-old girl, she hasn't even contributed to society yet. But you've already invested 16 years of resources into her, so that's not frugal. Do coffins decompose? I'm sure they eventually do, but I think they cover them in, like, veneer that keeps it from happening for a really long time. I mean, doesn't that slow down, like, fossil fuel? Yes. I was just thinking about that today. Hmm. It's a lot of what could be fossil fuel at some point. I mean, I don't know. It takes a long time. But now it takes even longer. I think it's more important to guide our ship forward and what is frugal and not frugal based on our morality and not the morality of what is or isn't a given country or way of life. But then in that case, I don't think it's moral to steal. And if someone stole my car, that would put me in such a headache. Like I would have to take the day off of work, not just because I'd have to, like I wouldn't have a ride there immediately, but because I'd have to deal with insurance, and then I'd like I'd have to take, I'd have to do a police report. But there'd be, but that's, but that's such a headache, Brandon. Certainly, but that's the inconvenience to you. I'm saying the inconvenience for what's happening. They steal that car. That car is still a thing and holds no value or much value is put into it. However, human life, I think, has intrinsic value and value in itself. So I think I'm just I'm saying from that point of view, stealing, that's frugal as hell. Killing people, that's not very frugal. 
I agree with your point if we also agree that a car has value. Because unless it has value, then stealing it is not frugal. It has as much value as placed into it. And I'm feeling as though this is not a very funny conversation, (laughs) but I'm having fun. Okay. It's as much value as placed into it. And therefore, it's it it's gains value because otherwise they weren't able to go on their road trip, as it were. But otherwise, it still has no value. It has value that's placed into it, but mm-hmm. intrinsically, no value. And so instead of spending, spending cash, not frugal, took it for free and got a lot of value out of that. Fair. Versus if you kill a person, you immediately also kill any value that comes with that person. I think it's it might be time that we need to really, you know, we're coming up on 50 episodes, right? Yeah, somewhere, yeah. Getting close to it, unless we keep missing, but that's not <laughs> going to happen. We need to maybe start looking at getting our own version of, like, the Ten Commandments. So that way we avoid, uh, you know, like... Really kind of some st- basic ground rules. So like yeah. our Gary Busey, that'd be like commandment number one. No, but it would be up there. But <laughs> um, yeah, if Gary Busey's in the movie, then it's frugal. But that's besides the point. We just need to, yeah, we need to, I think we should start having some, some, some foundation to go on, kind of streamline the process a little bit. That way we can kind of point by point it, kind of break it down and see what they have. Because I feel as though... Because, uh, like, <laughs> there's some things that have come up several times. I feel like stealing and murdering are two things that have come up mm. quite frequently. Yes. Um, and uh, I don't want to have this conversation again. <laughs> 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 I feel, I mean, I just, in the lore of the podcast, I think you can put it to bed. I would say, un- okay, we did a lot. We did a lot of groundwork there. Mm-hmm. That'll be mm-hmm. good. Good for the lore of the podcast. Everybody's loving it. It's wonderful. You feel <laughs> great. You feel super enriched. What a comedy adventure we've taken you on. <laughs> Talking about morality. The cat stumping her tail. Goof, goof, goof. Bang, bang, bang. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I can only imagine that they're funding this whole trip and project through... His severance pay through Frank's severance, um, which is all right when you think you're going to die of a brain tumor anyway and you have no friends or family to speak of. Yeah, and I think also, I mean, I guess that is a good point in that sense, this whole... I like to think of this movie as was just a road trip. I don't I don't necessarily like to think about the murders, even <laughs> though we just had a long conversation about them, but I don't like to think about them. Mm-hmm. And... If you think of it as just a road trip for somebody who knows they're going to die. I mean, they did go out with a bang. Mm -hmm. And they did spend all their money. I assume, or at least Mm -hmm. most of it. They didn't... He wasn't wasn't very thrifty in what he was doing, but also can't take that money with you. So I think in that sense, it was frugal because it was using the money to the extent that they knew they had to use it. Well, and even then, I feel like he was still pretty thrifty. He Mm -hmm. just also used his money. He wasn't afraid to use it. But they still went to the thrift store. They still got, like, cheap drive-through stuff. They got, um, like, 
cheaper motel. They didn't stay in like a five star hotel or like a penthouse. They stayed in like fun little roadside motels and not like bed bug places, but still. I got you. <laughs> yeah, like there's a nice middle ground. It was kind of a Goldilocks situation. I don't know exactly. if you knew. It. it wasn't like okay, if you had your bad hotels, you know, that had a bunch of bad stuff in them that were really bad and they were really bad, and not fun to stay in. And if you wouldn't want to stay in them, if you were in them, they'd be very bad. It wasn't those, but it wasn't the high end Listen, either. It wasn't like the five star penthouse where it's super great and everything's really nice die. and there's a heart heart shaped jacuzzi in there and it's super great. Big hotel, like really good. Actually, it was in the middle. Amending whether. You never know when you're going to die. That's a fact of life. But that being said, the best way to live every day is, in terms of money, to be thrifty, be frugal, but don't be afraid to spend your money where you should. That's the balance we're looking for. Goldilocks, right? Got to spend money to make money, kid. It got too late. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you said you got to spend money where you should. When which you is, should. Okay, when you when should. When and where. You know what? When and where. Hey. And how. And how. Who? <laughs> With, yeah, who. Who? 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 There's Are an you? owl in here. Ah. Uh, we went. Spend it where you should. You know what we mean. You know what we mean. Spend it when and where you should. You know how. <laughs> Fuck listening to us. You know. Spend it when and where. No, but that's part when of... where? Who? That's part of what we're should... clarifying for everybody is what... what Where you kind of can start drawing that line. We're, we're taking a very blurry line and focusing in on it. Narrowing it down. Where is that line? Where is it, where Donna? Is it? Where is it? <laughs> Man, you should be a politician. You're great. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're doing the thing. We're taking it. We're getting it to look good. We're getting it real thin and clear. We're going to make sure you understand what it is. You'll be able to see it. When you see it, you'll know what it is. And when You, you know got your is, lines that are too thick. You got your lines that are too thin. We're going to find a nice, happy medium. A good, solid, just line for you. Are we going to do drugs right now, Donna? <laughs> I don't have any. I know, I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) It's frugal. It's a frugal movie. It's frugal. Yeah, way to go, Joel Murray. You made a frugal... You were starting a frugal frugal movie. Thank you, Joel. You can add that to your CV. CV? I don't know what actors do. Wait, what is the CV? What are you talking about? It's for jobs. Oh, you mean like resume? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Lately, I've been hearing CV used more often than resume. <laughs> so I wanted to try to use that. I don't know what it stands for. i tell you what, Joel. We're going to link you to this. And if you're kind enough to feel like you have a good 30 to 45 minutes to hear people <laughs> talk about a movie you were in six years ago. Uh, and we will make you a trophy. Just you just we're going to respond to that tweet. You you know hey don't feel obligated to listen to, if you've listened this far I assume you're gonna yeah I was gonna say if he's made it to this we're about point. done yeah we're about done <laughs> I hope you haven't like made it to where you're going and like sitting in a parking lot somewhere like oh, fucking hurry it up come on but uh, you, I won't be offended if you listen at like one and a half times speed that's fine too yeah I haven't listened like that but maybe it's fine I listen to other stuff at that speed but anyway um, 
if you do and you enjoyed this and you feel as though you deserve an award for it, if you <laughs> if you'll DM me your address, I'll mail it. We'll make you a trophy. We'll send it to Honestly, you. Honestly, whether or not you feel like you deserve it, yeah. I will still make you one and send it to you if you give us a place to send if it. If you give us a place to send it. And now, if you don't, I respect your privacy. Otherwise, every time I go to Austin, Texas, I'll just keep it with me. Just in case I see you again. <laughs> We'll just keep crossing the streets, yeah. like, looking for that deja vu moment. <laughs> I'll lose it. I have never wanted to meet just somebody more. freak out in the middle of the street, like, it's Joel Murray! It's Joel Murray! Joel Murray! Yeah, I have no. your trophy! I yes. brought it with me! Yes, exactly. That's 100%. You, that was a great impression of me. I sound somewhat like a young anime character. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, All right. Well, thank you all for listening, especially Joel Murray, hopefully. Thanks, Joel Murray. (laughs) I'm glad you made it to this far. It's probably been, yeah, about a little over 30 minutes, 35 minutes. It's not too bad. That's pretty good. That's probably your, your average commute, Mr. Murray. Thank you, everyone else who listened, too. We sure do appreciate it. Um, Thank you. Joel Murray for recommending this movie, which has made it to the bargain bin here at the Bargain Den. Um, Brandon has a post-it note on his forehead that he's writing on backwards. Yeah, why don't you thank some people? Um, all right, thank you to the la- Are you writing fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired, Donna. Did I do Okay. How'd I do? I'm going to take a picture. Oh, good. We'll, we'll throw this up on social media. Joel, you can stop listening at this point and just, <laughs> just respond to my tweet. <laughs> We're just, this is the goofy end of it. How'd I do? You did great. I did pretty good. You did. Fuck. You did very, it's, yeah, it says fuck. You can clearly tell. That's like a. I guess that at like the U, you did a really, a really great job. Anyway, thank you to the Lounge Kittens for letting us use their song, Dirty Deeds, cover of Actica, uh, for our intro and outro. And thank you to Sarah Anastasia for our cover art. Uh, If you follow her, she's doing a bunch of really dope tattoos right now. And thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. If you'd like to support us, you can do so financially by giving us money. That's that's on Anchor. Um, I keep saying Anchor, and I mean to say Anchor. I don't know. It's with an O, not an E, like I keep trying to say it. Thank you, Anchor, for hosting us. We appreciate that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you're pretty great, Anchor. We appreciate mm-hmm. you. You're pretty a wonderful app. We like using you, Anchor. You're really great. And if you wanted to... One really nice thing about Anchor is that they Anchor. spread our... <laughs> Anchor, Anchor is that they spread our podcast to all of your favorite podcast listening apps. So check us out on whichever one's your favorite. We're probably there. Like Anchor. 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 Ah, oh, man. You know what happens when I stub my toe? What? I get anger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get all right. Anger. I don't know how to use anger in a sentence. I. I, he was showing a lot of anger. That'd be the best, I guess. Um, thank you to Harley Chu for being our bargainer. 
I almost said fuck because Brandon just showed me. Thank, thank you, Harley Chu, for being our fuck. This, um, we swore a lot in this episode. <laughs> you wrote fuck on a post-it note. Sorry, Joel. I hope Sorry, you're not Joel. sensitive to the... Who am I kidding? There was so much cussing in that movie. <laughs> you, you know what? There was... Hey, heads up if you do watch it. There's lots of swears. It's... It's even more explicit than this episode. It's even more. There's lots of swears. So many swears. Lots and lots of swears. All right. Uh, we'll see you all next week with a new episode. And uh, until then. I'm Brandon. Um, I'm Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. Donna, your head says fuck now. Thank you. I did it. <laughs>